am the clit commander. Attention on deck. You're about to take command. Welcome to The Bunker with Andy and Freddie. What is up and welcome back to the... Hashtag Bunker Down. Welcome to the very first episode of The Bunker with Andy and Freddie. And of course, I am your host, Freddie. And where's my co-host? Where are you, Andy? Reporting for duty, sir. I am here. This, I'm guessing what it is like if HGBR and the DC Tweet Team had a baby and The Bunker is born. Uh, pleasure to be here with you, my friend. 100%. Absolutely love it. Make sure that you spread the word. Andy Burrows is back in the podcast game, baby. That's right. And we are joining forces. It's not HTWR. It's not DC Tweet Team. It is the bunker, the premier, the number one Washington Commanders podcast anywhere. And of course, we are joined on this very, very first inaugural episode with the co-host, co-creator, and the best voice in all of Washington football podcast, past and present. I'm just telling you, she is the supreme Maddie Jane. What's going on, everybody? Been a little bit. The joy that brought me just to hear the voice. <laughs> so, Thank you for so, letting me on your show. <laughs> <laughs> so a, a quick explanation, what's going on here. Yes, this is the very first episode of The Bunker. Okay, and The Bunker is the new podcast hosted by yours truly and... Andy Burroughs, the Prime Minister of Washington Commanders Football. And we are joined by guest hosts on this very first episode, Maddie Jane. Now, those of you who are listening, I, I hope everybody knows, should know, Maddie Jane and I were the co-hosts, co-creators of the HTWR podcast. The HTWR podcast is now... Oh, dead. It's dead. It's so dead. It's dead. It's, R.I.P. It's, it's done did. It's done did dead. Okay. Sunded? Is Sunded a what? <laughs> so the new podcast is The Bunker with Andy and Freddie. And, you know, we had to do something really, really special to kick it off. And what we wanted to do to kick it off was have the very, very best uh, join us. And that's Maddie Jane. And Maddie Jane is not a host of The Bunker. I just wanted to clarify that right from the beginning. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of 5,000, everybody. I mean, y'all know, we talked about it on the uh, what ended up really truly being the final episode of HTWR. May, may it rest in peace. Uh, I love this team. I love this community. Uh, but I don't love this owner. And I just can't put on, like, I just know that I can't with how I feel in my gut. I can't continue to create content at this point and be involved when... Uh, when I feel the way that I do. And so I'll just leave it at that because I talked a lot in the last HTWR episode. If y'all want to hear my thoughts, y'all can hear my thoughts. I gave all my thoughts. Uh, but I know that this podcast is going to be incredible. I'm excited. Listen, I'll be honest. I don't know if there's a better mashup than this. Like Freddie and Andy is probably going to be like, it is going to be elite. So I th I am so excited for the bunker. I'm just, I'm just pumped to see what y'all do with this thing and what y'all continue to create but I do want to say thank you because this is truly like this is truly goodbye so to anybody that's ever listened joined with us and like put up with listening to me and all my crazy takes 
I appreciate y'all. I'm still going to be here. I'm still around on Twitter. I'll still see y'all. Uh, y'all can catch me at, at OKMaddieJane. I probably won't be talking a whole lot, but I'll still be watching. I'll still be keeping up. Like I said, I love this team. I do love the coaching staff. I love a lot of the front office. I think there's good people here. So I'll still be keeping up. Uh, but, yeah, I just want to say a genuine thank you, and y'all are the best. And I'm sure, Maddie Jane, I'm sure you'll continue to be in my ear. So lots of Maddie Jane's opinions are still going to make their way to this show. Right now, I want to hand it over to the host. I mean, so I am the co-host, ladies and gentlemen, the host of The Bunker. He is the numero uno, the number one. He's the command. He's your captain now. Okay, talking about Andy Burroughs. This is his show, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to hand it the reins over to him. He is going to lead us into this next chapter of Washington football with this team called the Commanders. <laughs> Trying to sound as enthusiastic as I can about saying Commanders. How do I follow that, Freddie? It's um, it's good to be back podcasting. It's good to be back talking some Washington Commanders football. That still sounds very weird. I'm trying. Uh, I think I said before we started recording, I was chatting to Maddie. Someone asked me today who my NFL team was. And I said, oh, it's the Washington Commanders. And we kind of both looked at each other and was like, who? And I was like, it's, it's, it's kind of weird for me to still say it, but it's, it's growing on me. And um, I kind of get what um, like what Maddie was saying. I've just, you know, her reactions, many I've heard over the last couple of days, a lot of people have uh, saying, hmm, don't know if I can carry on with this team. It seems like, a, you know, like a breakaway team. It's not the Washington Redskins slash even Washington football team that we know. So I think it's going to take some getting used to, but I'm glad to be back podcasting. I'm glad to be hosting a show with you each and every week, Freddie. I'm glad that Maddie's come on and joined us for our very, very first episode. Honestly, you guys know how much I love you guys and how much HTWR meant to me. So um, it's, a, it's an absolute honor to be hosting a show with you, Freddie. And uh, let's get to work, my friend. First things first, our very first topic of our very first episode. And what else could it be other than, oh, the rebrand, the the new name. The, and it was the was worst kept secret. The worst kept secret in, in DC. I thought what would be great is if we just, we get right into and talk about what everybody's talking about, which is this rebrand. And then also we took to Twitter to try to, you know, see what people would like us to talk about here on this new podcast. And we got a great question from Chris Bryant. Shout out to Hog Farmer Chris, who'd been a supporter for HT. We are, you know, and of course podcasts with, with Andy for a, a long time. And he said, you know, what is our most liked part of the rebrand? And what is our least like part? So what's the good? What's the bad? Uh, Maddie Jane, what do you like? What do you not like? Owner uh, aside, we're yeah, talking strictly I name, like colors, uniform. What do you like? What don't you like? Okay. All right. I will keep it short. It's kind of sweet. <laughs> I like the. I think the helmet's all right. I like the burgundy helmet. I think that it's, I like the mat. I think it's kind of a cool look. Uh, I think I, I I do I think that that's cool I that was one thing initially I was like okay that was one of the things I was like I kind of that's kind of cool and what do I not like my least like thing I think like a lot of other people probably I don't want to just spew negativity honestly like I really don't I don't love the name I kind of was like disappointed that it was the name but we had been we known for a while that it was commander so like you you I've gotten past that point where like that initial like oh it really is that but I would say probably the white jersey. That's just, it ain't it for me, but that's personal. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one with the white jersey. I think of the three, the, the uniform combinations jersey that they unveiled, and I don't know if they're going to mix the pants together, you know, do the burgundy jersey with the white pants, or if it's just going to be 
you know, the all burgundy uniform, the all white uniform, which I'm cool with. Um, I would like some stripes on those pants. I mean, I think the pants are a little plain. As far as the burgundy helmet, I do think that the matte burgundy, especially with the face mask, I think it looks really, really cool. Uh, I mean, as far as being like nitpicky, I'm old school, so I'm going to miss the gold face mask a lot. Like, I like the gold face mask, you know? Uh, but that white jersey, man, it, it's got hard. The only gold on the entire jersey is the Nike logos. And it's, I, I just don't, I mean, our colors, to me, our colors are not white and black, which is the majority of that jersey. So, uh, and as far as the black jersey, I actually like the black jersey. I think the black jersey is really, really cool. A lot of people are eviscerating the black helmet. Like, why are you putting the W on the front? And, eh. But I, I don't even want to talk about that. Well, I want to ask you, Andy, out of the three, the burgundy, the white, the black, which one's your favorite? Which one's your least favorite? And do you echo some of the same sentiments that Maddie Jane and I do? My favorite, and I've been, I've been, I know a few and a few other podcasters mentioned this. I love the black uniform. I think, you know, if you're going to go for a change and if you want to start something completely fresh and new, then why not? We always know that we're going to be burgundy. We always know, we knew that we were going to have that, but we didn't know what the alternates were. So to have a, a, a black jersey for me, just imagine a Monday night football under lights, the black jersey, you know, it's what was maybe the white on whites from last season. I know how excited Maddie got when she saw us playing in the white on whites. Maybe the black jersey might bring that kind of feeling eventually. I, I think like everything with this whole rebrand, it's gonna take it's gonna take time. But what I love is we're on page one, chapter one. We're now starting afresh as the Washington Commanders. We've still got a lot of issues going on off the field, and I appreciate that. And I that's why I fully respect why Maddie is taking a step away from like podcasting and the whole thing. I hundred percent get that. I'm not here to bash anyone for doing that i just think we have a genuine chance page one chapter one day one to start afresh to start anew we've literally wiped the slate clean on the playing side of it on everything we we've got a chance here but when you strip everything back which is quite key and i've been saying this a lot on twitter over the last few days it's just a name if we still can't put a, put a product on the football field come every sunday starting september that commander's name is soon just going to go and we're all going to be like hey hang on a minute we still haven't got a quarterback we still haven't got uh, a, a, a more wide receivers or our d-line can't protect shit you know what i mean it's all going to be very much same old same old so we it, i personally think that the rebrand is good i i like it i quite like commanders i quite like the fact that you know we're starting afresh but in my opinion this probably is ron rivera's biggest off season that he's had as a football coach he has to get this right now. What's this year three now coming in? He had he had the COVID. He had the, the horrendous things that went on with him. But now this is it. People are going to expect Washington to draft well. They're going to expect free agency to be to, to do good. We're expecting big things come come September and you will come training camp. Trump the draft. People are expecting things now. This you can you can ride this name. You can probably ride this out for another month. This might be another month now. This will take you up to the draft. Once the drafts happen, if we screw this draft up, then you could probably call us the Washington Redskins still, and it would not matter. We have to get it right on the field. So I'm excited, Freddie. I, I get people's I get people's uh, trepidation about the whole Commanders thing. The rollout it wasn't great, but then you know you got NBC Washington flying a helicopter. How many how many stories up zooming in on their own, you know their own rebrand? They're they're leaking it to the world. I mean, come on, man, that's just. That's just sucky for me, but that's typical what goes on in Washington. But hey, 
I'm on board for a fresh start. You know, fresh start, fresh team, Fred podcast. Um, let's go. Let's see what happens, man. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, Andy. I'm with you on all that. And, you know, speaking of this being the biggest offseason for Ron Rivera of his career, and, and I think that's true. I mean, I think that it's a bigger deal what happens this offseason than it was what happened uh, to him coming out of uh, losing in the Super Bowl, actually. Mm-hmm. Especially just being in this market, being with this team, and this being the very, very first season of being the Washington Commanders. I mean, this is going to set a huge precedent. I mean, whether he wants it to or not, that's just the way it is. There's never been a Washington Commanders team. This is the first one, and you never get a shot at being the first one ever again. So, I mean, in a sense, it's kind of cool. You get, you do get, in large part, this kind of clean slate for everything, but man, you really, really got to deliver. One of the questions uh, that we got on Twitter uh, was from John Taman, uh, and he wanted to know what our three to five QB choices were to start the commander season. I don't know if he was asking specifically if we're, you know, talking about draft, talking about free agency. For me, I don't even have a, a top three list. There's two names on my list. That's it. One's a QB we can draft, and one's the QB that's been rumored. And wanted to know what do you think about all these rumors? I, I think we're gonna have to go all in on an elite guy. People I, are sharing I, I, that picture of Russell Wilson and John yes, Allen. Man, I you know what I mean? Flipping it. I I hugged Stone Cold Steve Austin one one time. Doesn't mean I'm gonna be in the WWE. You know what I mean? It's just um. Yeah, people reading a lot into a hug. I don't know. I, I'd love us to get Russell Wilson. I mean, uh, I was with, on with Big Doug and Kyle the other day, and we said, what a perfect opportunity now for someone like a, a Russell Wilson to be the very first quarterback of the Washington Commanders. That's not saying that you still can't draft someone. And I, like I said on Big Douglas' show last week, I said you could still draft someone and maybe do it the, the old-fashioned way. Have them sit for an entire season or a, two seasons and learn of someone like a Russell Wilson. For me, that's that's kind of old school. And I think people are now so quick to, you know, okay, he's our number one draft pick. Let's get him in. We threw, you know, we tried that with Dwayne Haskins, albeit maybe not the coach's choice. And we all know what happened. For me, I'd like to maybe see us go down that old school route of say to Russell Wilson, say, hey, this is going to be your team for two to maybe three seasons. He's not nowhere near done yet. Not saying that you're going to draft someone like a Willis or something and, and bench them for a whole three seasons. But what guidance more could you want than to learn off of Russell Wilson for two seasons. And Russell, right off into the sun saying, hey, I was the first quarterback of the Washington Commanders and he can hand the reins over. That's what I would like to see. And I think that's kind of an ideal world. We know that that doesn't really happen in Washington land. You know, it's kind of some bizarro world that, you know, you lot living over there in DC. It's weird things happen. My personal point, preference would be, yeah, let's go all in and go hard on someone like a Russell Wilson. and. I said last season, how do you sell the Washington then football team? Well, now you've got this whole rebrand. You can say, hey, come and be the face of our rebrand. We are going to put you on every poster, on every billboard, on everything in D.C. You are going to be the first quarterback of the Washington Commanders. Come and try and lead us to something special. And, you know, and we can take it from there. Will they go that route? Or will we were sitting here saying this? Will Russell Wilson, he might look at that and go, he could end up staying in Seattle for all I know. And, you know, there's. Jimmy G and Travitsky and a few other names that are flying around. I'm not really overset on them. Then maybe I'd like to look into the draft. And, you know, I've been watching a bit of uh, the, the guys coming out the draft over the last couple of days. And, you know, it's not the best Checking draft class ever. Bowl. But, yeah. Yeah, Senior Bowl. Josh has been... Shout out to some, Josh yeah, Taylor. Shout yes. out to Josh. He's been putting out some amazing, amazing stuff from the Senior Bowl. So because of him, I've been getting a lot of information from there. So, 
I'll go all in for Wilson, Freddie. If, if I literally throw everything at him, I don't know what you're going to have to give to get him. I'd, I would throw a lot to try and get him because it's QB or bust. You know, it's a QB league. We can say, well, you know, let's not put all our eggs in one basket. You get that one guy. I mean, look at the Bengals now. You go back two seasons. How bad were the Bengals? Someone on Twitter said William Jackson, the third. Got to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, Maddie Jane, so I got to ask you, I, I want to know, would you be cool being all in on Russell Wilson? Are you all in on Russell Wilson? One, are you down with Russell Wilson coming to Washington? And two, what would you be willing to part with in order to get him here? I think Russell Wilson would be a great quarterback for Ron Rivera. I think it would be the perfect fit, personally, just seeing the track record of the kind of guy that Ron Rivera likes. And I think when that's the case... And it sounds like he's there, like he would be their guy. I think when you go for your guy, you put out whatever you, you do whatever you have to do to get your guy. So if that's three firsts, if that's a really good player that you really love, you don't want to part with, but you have to, I think you do it for a guy that you think can lead your franchise to, you know, the promised land, as you'd say. So I think a high price tag is, is not a lot to pay to answer the question that has been trying to be answered in this franchise for many, many, many years. Like, think about what we've been through as fans. And like, would you say, I don't care about a draft pick if you can get me a quarterback that's competent and that could be here for, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, give me a top 10 quarterback. Okay, give. I'll t take all my draft picks. Are you kidding? Because when's the last time we've had that? You know what I'm saying? Maddie so, like, Jane's yeah. ready to pull the Mike Ditka. Oh, like yeah. all the draft picks. Everyone away. There, there's a, there's a, like, obviously. But I, yes, you have to pay a high price. Yes, you do for Russell Wilson. Should the team pay it if they have the chance and he would come here? Absolutely. Because guess what? You don't only get Russell Wilson, but you get Sierra as well. So, like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, absolutely you do it. But I will say, if they don't end up, I do think that Malik Willis is awesome. And I think he looks fun. And I also think he looks like another quarterback that would work well in Ron Rivera's uh, offense. So I think that would be cool, but I'll tell you what I think's gonna happen is I think that they'll be trotting out Mitch Trubisky. I'm just, oh. I, I've had this feeling for a oh, long time. Oh no. No, I've had this no, feeling. Like with you my brain last right year, Freddie, this is, I feel Trubisky's coming here. I'm just telling you. Mm. But because that question was framed like, who do you think? Because Malik Willis is not starting the season. Like, if he if he gets drafted here, I don't believe he starts. So I don't think that's the answer to that question. I think he's, I think he would be a great get. I would love to see how he could progress. But I'm just telling you, I think it's Trubisky. So that's all I've got to say on that. I don't see the point going out signing, giving money to, like, middling quarterback when we can get similar to better quarterback play by just continuing to start Heineke for another year. I know Heineke is not the solution. He's not the long-term answer at quarterback. Okay. But he can be a very, very more than serviceable backup. Okay. And he can start games for you. He could also be that guy where, you know, you have your rookie quarterback and you don't want to, you don't want to start him right away, but you know, you have, might have him starting by the end of the season. You just have Heineke play. And, and rather than spending money on another free agent quarterback, so we can end up in the same position like we were last year with Fitzpatrick, which I feel like we would be in an even worse position with someone like Trubisky. I mean, why even waste the money and do that? Yeah. And also keep in mind, what's you know what's going to happen with Brandon Sheriff? What, what are we going to do there? And then yeah. also, you know, it's I think See it's y great keeping keeping cornerstones of the franchise. Look, Terry McLaurin 
needs to be signed to a long-term deal yesterday. Okay? Mm-hmm. I don't care what it costs. They could come out and say that Terry McLaurin has just signed the most lucrative contract in NFL history, period. They could fully guarantee his entire contract, and I'm completely cool with it. He's going to want to see a decent quarterback come in. That's how another guy, thing, how many guys is How many guys has he had throw him the ball in the last couple of seasons? You I know, saw Smith, the stats. Heineke, uh, Haskins, um, you know, the list and goes on. And still producing. And still producing, but he's now, you know, near the end of his rookie deal. He's probably looking around thinking, this is a this is a big deal for him who they're getting to throw him the ball now because he's probably thinking, hey, if you don't get it right this time, then see ya. Matt, Terry, Terry, Terry's Terry. your guy. I want to know how you feel about getting quarterback just for, for Terry's sake. Well, I'll tell you this. Terry... Terry McLaurin is an all pro if you get Russell Wilson here mm-hmm. and he's healthy for a whole season. Facts. And I don't think it's close. So that's what I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he might like Willis. I don't think Terry's going to be like, Oh yeah, Willis. Cause it's going to take him time to develop. And by that time, Terry could be long gone. Like he doesn't, Terry doesn't necessarily have that time. So I think Terry's probably like, yeah, let's get Russell. And I totally agree. Cause like I said, you get him Russell who shows he can throw the receiver a ball. Okay. We know, we know what Russell Wilson does. Look what he's done with Lockett, with Metcalf. Because, come on, we know it. Terry's better than Metcalf. I'm sorry. Yes, it's yes. So, Thank like, you. somebody can do a DK, Terry's an all-pro. So, that's that's the answer to that question, I think. So, Russell Wilson's corny. Like, that dude's corny, okay? And our new name is, is pretty corny. I mean, all jokes aside, like, Commanders is kind of corny. So, it kind of, like, goes hand-in-hand. Plus, you know, like, Russ is that leader. Like, he's that dude. Like, you know... He would just like eat that stuff up in the locker room. He's like, "Come on, let's go, Commanders on three, one, two, three, Commander!" Like you, like you can just see it. Like you know how every single interview that that Russell has done since he became a Seahawk, at the end he still manages to throw "Go Hawks" in there. You know, like we're still in high school or something. But stop it, Freddie. That's so cool. I think that's kind of thing. Come on. That's something that was brought up that I wanted to talk about too. Washington Commanders. What can we shorten that to? I know that y'all have seen like the commies edits and all that stuff. Like what it we don't. So well for me, I was kind of thinking Mandos. Mandos. <laughs> Mandos. That's <laughs> I mean, it's better than commies, right? Like Mandos. Like you just take the, the second part instead of the first part, right? It's too close to uh, down you guys don't have them over there. We have the restaurant here called Nando's, like Nando's chicken. We Never heard no. We, you Google it. I, Is it good? Uh, I've never been, but everyone raves. It's like a little, everyone like gasps when I tell them I've never had a Nando's and all my English friends listen to this and be like tweeting me, you've never had a Nando's? No, I've never had a Nando's. Does Nando's but, uh, have a mascot? What is it with you guys over there and being obsessed with mascots? You know it, was what? A que- I- it was one of the questions that was asked and it was asked to us by, uh, at Herklills, or I don't even know how to pronounce this, but said, when do you think Washington will present the team mascot? And I guess along with that, like, what the mascot would even be. Never, hopefully. Why do we need a mascot? What so you 12? do not even want a mascot, Andy. Why are we 12? Why do we need <laughs> why do, why do we need a mascot? We, we have, what was our last mascot? Oh, we didn't have one. Exactly. So why do we need one now? Because we're the commanders. Everyone's like, let's roll out this hog and let's get the... Why? Let's just play football. We don't need someone running around with a big-ass bobblehead on and, you know taking pictures with babies and doing whatever he's doing. I don't know. Just, we don't need a mascot. Really? Uh, Warthog would be, would be badass with the camo and the, and the helmet. And... Okay. You can, okay. You have your Warthog. I want to no. Maddie Jane, what are your thoughts on the mascot situation? All I'm going to say is this. 
when I was watching the Chiefs and the Bengals, all right, and I was watching McPherson shooter kick that that kick into the end zone or not into the end zone. What am I talking about? He made the kick right to win the game, and I saw the Chiefs mascot. I think. He fell to the ground and act like he died. And I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. I was laughing so hard because he was cracking me up. I mean, I was interested in the game, but that was really funny. And I was like, hey, mascots mascots are kind of funny sometimes. Does it really matter? Now, I mean, I think mascots are cool, but if it's like a commander mascot, it would have to be a cool mascot. And I do I trust that it will be a cool mascot if they create one? So I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I would think a hog would be cool too. But I, I does it really like make sense? Make sense? I don't know. It's just like, like I don't. Do any know. of the mascots make sense though. Like for, I think it's cool that you brought up the Chiefs mascot, which is a wolf. Wolf, yeah, red wolf. Yeah, and people have been talking about this too, about how you know it's kind of cockamamie explanation about how we couldn't be the wolves, and a lot of people wanted us to be the Washington wolves or the Washington red wolves. But I really do feel that we're going down a path that eventually Kansas City if not within the next five years, but within the next 10 years, are probably going to either have a lot of pressure on them to change their name or they're just going to change their name themselves. And I really do think that the most obvious move for them would then be to change their name to the Wolves. And I really feel like that's why we didn't heavily pursue that option. But I mean, you know. That's when all the people that were like really wanting Wolves and Red Wolves for this team are going to make the switch to the Kansas City Wolves. It doesn't have a bad ring to it, does it? Listen, Andy Reid is the... Gr- I love Andy Reid, okay? I love him. That's all I got to say. I'm not becoming a Kansas City fan. I feel like that's what that made that sound like. Yeah. All, I mean, but who, you know, a mascot. What did, Fred, did you say what? Oh, you did. You said that you would like a mascot. Um, I mean, I'm kind of of the mindset that you don't need a mascot. If we do get a mascot, I just... One of two things. Either it's got to be really cool. Patrick. It's got to be really cool or it's got to be funny. Right? It just it can't be just just looking stupid. So, and to me, I mean, I do think it would be cool to have a hog, you know, dressed up in military gear. I mean, I think that would be neat. So long as it's not some, like, animated guy that's really, really creepy. Like, you know, uh, I don't know who, whatever is his name, whoever the, whatever the cowboy's mascot is. It just looks like it's got problems. You know, like the I mascot. Know. I don't know if I've seen the Cowboys mascot. Yeah, the big, it's, massive hat. Yeah, it's, he's yeah, got it a looks, big ass yeah. cowboy hat on. It just looks. I don't. Know, I can't. Inside that, of, inside that uniform, though, is a forty-five-year-old virgin. It's just a I, lot of words I can't use to describe <laughs> that mascot. I imagine that if the commanders have a mascot, it's going to be like the general. Go to the general and save some time. Like that's what I think they're going to do. <laughs> And you might not know. I don't know if you get that okay. Is that the insurance guy? Yes. Yes. Don't ask me how I have American TV because it's probably against the law. But um, yeah, I, I see that. I see that commercial. Have you had an accident that wasn't your fault? Yes, becoming a fan oh. of the Washington football team. Well, and apparently in Washington, nothing is ever, uh, nothing is ever Dan Snyder's fault. So let's, let's not go there. <laughs> on our very first episode uh, <laughs> we, can save, we can save that for next week Maybe we're back we can... on next week yeah if we, if we make it past episode one if oh, we're not taking off the air by now no, but th- this has been fun no this is 
I, I have really, really enjoyed this. I think that this is the start of something very cool and something very special. Uh, Maddie Jane, I, I, I wish that you were joining us along this ride, but I understand why you're stepping away. But I feel like, at least in spirit, you're still going to be here. Thank you so much for all the, the kind words and all the all the cool stuff. Um, and yeah, you know, this podcast is absolutely 100% not happening, not possible at all uh, without you. I will say that I did get Freddie into the podcast game. So through a really cool little SoundCloud podcast. Yeah, all of y'all are welcome for that. I, I was like, Freddie, you should become a podcaster. And then I was like, all right, I got to go. But like, you do your thing, buddy. <laughs> like, y'all go crazy. No, but for real, honestly, I'm so excited for y'all. Y'all are going to have a great show. This is going to be amazing. So I'm pumped, I'm pumped to see what y'all do. So let's awesome. wrap this up. Let's put a big bow on it, right? Uh, let's wrap this up with the one last question, one last fan question. Uh, Scott Hartley, big shout out uh, at Scotty84. He wants to know, what are we looking forward to most as Commanders fans for the up-and-coming season? So what's what are you looking forward to, Andy? It all, again, it comes back to this could be your podcast from last year and a DC Tweeting podcast from last season. We have to get things right on the field. Draft, free agency, yada, yada, yada. But I feel now is the time for Washington to actually stop talking about that, not us, because obviously we just started and we're hopefully going to talk a lot about it. But... There has to come a time in it has to come a period in time when good things happen to a football team for their football. You know what I mean? For season after season, year after year, we we haven't had that in Washington. You know, we've been fans of this team our entire you've been a fan of your entire life. I've been a fan of over half my life now. There has to come a time where something right has to click with this football team. Yes, that all and it all comes back to quarterback. And it always has in Washington. Until we get that right. I'm not going to get overly excited. Yeah, I love the commanders. I love I'm going to buy some new merchandise. I love the fact that I get to do a brand new podcast. But if come September, if we still suck and we suck badly, it's going to be deflate gate. And we're all going to be like, oh, well, here we go again. You know, so we need that spark. Something needs to happen for this franchise. Something needs to happen for this organization. Something has to ignite in Washington that really takes us on that next level. Otherwise, you can go and listen to any podcast, whether it's there's loads of Washington podcasts out there. And I listen to loads of NFL podcasts and they all say the same thing about Washington. Mm. You know, they're, 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 they're just there. They're Washington. You know, they they don't do much. They, yeah, OK, we, we, we most people spend talking, talk about Washington off the field than they do on it. Let's talk about Washington for the right reasons for once now. Let's talk about Washington going on a nine-game unbeaten run, winning 10, 11 games during the regular season, going to the playoffs, having a good quarterback. Let's not talk about Dan Snyder and this allegation and that allegation and this player's been to that stripper bar and this player's done this and this player's done that. Let's just get this franchise right. And, I, and it's, it's a bad thing to say for football fans because none of us really have it, and myself included. You have to be patient. I think we have to see where the draft takes us, see where free agency takes us. And it's easier said than done and people will get on Twitter. I've been patient for 20 years. I've been patient for 25 years. Well, you know, what's either we're patient and we try and see what now the Washington commanders can do and what Ron Rivera can do. This is, like I said in the start of the show, this is his most important season I think he has ever, ever, ever had as a football coach. If he hasn't got this right come Thanksgiving weekend, and if Washington still suck, 
I am telling you now, he will be out of a job. There will be no patience from this organization. There will be no patience from me. He has to get it right. And that's pressure. But he's paid the big dollars to be under that pressure. I want a successful football team. I want to be sitting here the week before. He'll get to watch the Washington Commanders play. You know, so I'm hopeful, but we'll see. I'm not going to get ahead of my station. I'll be honest with you. I don't really have an answer to that question. There's nothing I'm necessarily looking forward to at this point on the field. There's a lot of things off the field I'm looking forward to that I hope happen. I'll just take this time instead of answering the question to say, Scott, what's up, man? You're the man. And I just want to shout you out because you you asked this question. I think you're awesome. So you're the man. And that's what is the man. He can't drink for shit, but he is the man. Good to be back podcasting uh, uh, next week. Ready on the show. We're going to have a little bit of swag coming to the show. Oh, yeah. The show's going <laughs> to. There's a little clue. Yeah, little That's little little clue. Yeah, next week's episode is going to have some swag to it. And trust me, you're going to want to continue to tune in, like, subscribe, and tell all your friends because we're going to be bringing you a fantastic show. We're going to have some great guests, fans, players, coaches, hint, 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 all kinds mm-hmm. of good stuff going on into the inaugural season for the Washington Commanders and beyond. And, of course, we're going to have coverage all offseason and – we're certainly going to do some stuff with all the other podcasts. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm sure there's going to be, you know, there's going to be laughs. There's going to be tears. There's going to be a lot of anger, all that fun stuff. So make sure that you subscribe to the new podcast. Once again, we are the bunker with Andy and Freddie. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, remember bunker down, stay safe. What's up? I was just watching Kirk Cousins throw an interception. Nothing oh, new. That's what he that's what he does. Yeah. That could be for me. Oh my times. god, did you see the skills challenge? How awful it was? He was terrible. I oh, it was I haven't watched it. I just saw Russell's. It's where he's trying to throw balls into a hole and it was terrible. I know what the skills challenge is. <laughs> I just haven't seen his. I'm gonna use this in the bloop booper reel at the end. I'm still gonna have one. Still gonna be a thing. Mansplaining to me what is the skills challenge of the Pro Bowl is. It, I mean, apparently four it's, downs in football. You gotta go. So apparently, many it's mansplain to Maddie Week. Commander World. No, the thing is, the thing is, Madison, you just don't understand. You don't understand how the legal system works. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> this. I'm not gonna get into it because <laughs> I'm over it now. I was very frustrated at the time, but I'm over it now because you yeah. know.